This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. That ball hit pretty well. Right field, right fielder going back. This ball is out of here. Grand slam home run. Now, to get you ready for Cougar Baseball, here's Brent Norton. Good afternoon, live from Stillwater, Oklahoma. Game three of this three-game set, BYU and Oklahoma State. Uh, Cougars have lost the first two, had a chance to sit down with uh, head coach Mike Littlewood in the dugout just prior to the ball game and got some of his thoughts and we'll share with uh, those with you right now. Pitching staff has given up five earned runs over the first couple of games. You couldn't ask for much more than that. Conditions have changed today a little bit, wind blowing out. It should uh, make things play a little bit differently. Yeah, it's about 20 miles an hour out to left field and, and uh, like you said, it's a prevailing wind. Um, they they love, you could tell during BP, that their, their lefties uh, try to just lift the ball to left field and their right-handers try to, to lift it on pull side. So they're a big, strong team and it's a scary win for us, but um, you know, it's we have our game plan. We're going to try to work, uh, for the most part, work uh, right-handers away a little bit. And um, hopefully we can get another good pitching performance. I think what we're asking out of Jared Lesser, our starters, to get us through one time through the lineup. And we have, uh, you know, we have Reed McLaughlin. We have Easton Walker. We have Cutter Kloss and Cooper McKeon. We have pretty much our entire staff. And so we just want to, we just want to give, keep it close and give ourselves a chance to win. So we don't need Lesser to go seven. Uh, we just need need him to give everything he's got as long as he can be out there. Tell us about Osmond, their starter. Big-time arm, big-time arm. It's the best arm we'll probably see all year. Um, he'll run it up 95, 96, 97 at times. I think he'll probably pitch around 93. Um, better, better slider than yesterday's guy. Um, he can really pitch. I think if he has an Achilles heel right now, it's probably just command. Uh, but when you throw that hard, you can miss a little bit, and we need to do a really good job of seeing the ball down in the zone. It's, you know, if if, uh, if we're striking out up in the zone a little bit today, I know it's going to be frustrating for listeners. It's going to be frustrating for us as a staff. Um, but that's the tendency with a, with a guy that throws really hard. I mean, and, and has a good spin rate. The the ball in, in the upper part of the zone is hard to lay off. So we need to do a really good job of that. Well, last game before conference uh, next week, saw some real improvement yesterday in the. Swinging the bats and, and battling at the plate, so hopefully that continues today and get ready for next week. Yeah, I mean, I thought our approach was better, with the, the exception of maybe three or three or four at bats where we got a little bit long with two strikes. We, we really worked on that yesterday. We're working on it right now during batting practice, on coming up the bat a little bit with two strikes, choking up, you know, uh, one or two inches, and just trying to fight fight the ball up the middle. And, and I thought yesterday was was better. There's an improvement, which is good for us to see. And, and you know, we competed yesterday a little bit. Um, I'm going to try to. I'm going to come off third base and go in the dugout. I told the team today that uh, I was disappointed in one of our coaches, and I had to let him go. And that was our third base coach. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to go in the dugout. Trent's going to go out to third and uh, see if we can mix things up today. You can always join me in the booth if you want. Yeah. I'm, I, hey, if, if there's a bad call or two, as as uh, frustrating as this has been, I might I might join you up there in the third or fourth. All right, Coach Ray. Good luck and. Uh... Should be a good game today. Yeah, we're looking for just a great performance. Uh, we want to try to steal one today and, and get away uh, Stillwater with a win. So let's do it. All right, thanks. That was BYU baseball head coach Mike Littlewood. For lineups and the first pitch, let's rejoin Brent Norton. That was uh, Mike Littlewood, head coach, as the Cougars have come up. For uh, Brian Call has grounded out to the shortstop. For the first out of the ballgame, Hobbs Nyberg now in there. 
Hobbs with an 0-2 count and takes the pitch up a little bit high for a ball. This game on a little bit of a time limit, so they're kind of rushing things along here. Cougars have got to get out and catch a flight out of Oklahoma City. So 3 o'clock Central time is the, uh, or actually 3.15 is the last time an inning can start. So you're kind of feeling like it's a little bit rushed right now as Nyberg swings and misses and goes down on strikes. Yeah, the airline, we bought tickets for a flight out of here at 8.50 tonight. You're going to have plenty of time. And then they called us up like two months ago and said, hey, we canceled that flight. You have to be on an earlier flight. So have a 5.30 flight out of Oklahoma City and nothing we can do about it. Hayden Latham steps in for the Cougars. Osmond, the right-hander, is the pitcher. Uh, Bryce Osmond. He's out of Jinx, Oklahoma. No wins, one loss, 6.55 earned run average. Young man that's uh, very heralded. Got, throws really, really hard. Pitch over for a strike. Jordan Lesser will be the starter for the Cougars. Latham, Deming, Valdez uh, do up next, and McIntyre, Watkins, Pintar, and Cole. Pitch to Latham is fouled up into the seats. Defensively, the uh, Oklahoma State Cowboys have a Max Hewitt behind the plate, Alex Garcia at first. Dylan Gardner at second, Houston Morrill at short. Caden Polkovich is the third baseman. Noah Seifried is in left, Caden Trinkle in center, Cade Cabanis in right. And the count now, two balls and two strikes to Latham. Latham fouls that one off. Again, good fastball right there. Latham just missed it. Pretty good crowd on hand here today at the ballpark. Uh, see a little blue spotted throughout the orange, the sea of orange. Latham fouls this one off. We talked about the uh, the wind today. It's blowing 15 to 20 miles, miles an hour kind of across from the right field foul line over to left. So any ball hit the left is really going to get uh, some push. Saw several balls hit out during batting practice as Latham fouls another one off. Hayden Latham, the J.C. transfer out of College of Southern Idaho. He is out of Rexburg, Idaho. And here's the pitch. There's a ground ball. Slowly hit out toward the shortstop. Up with it is Morrill. Throw to first in time for the out. And the Cougars are retired in order here in the first. We'll go to the bottom of the first. Cougars nothing. And the Oklahoma State Cowboys coming to the plate on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. Right back here in Stillwater, Brent Norton, Tuckett Slate, as the Cougars take the field for the first time here. They are retired in order in their half of the first. And now the Cowboys will come up. Cowboys come in sporting a 10-5 mark on the year. Alley P. Reynolds Stadium, 330 down the lines here, 398 in center field, dead center field. Umpires today, Asa Howard behind the plate. Burl Butler at first, Dale Luker at second, and Trent Petrie at third base. So Morrill, the shortstop, steps in against uh, Jared Lesser. 
And the first pitch just off the plate for a ball. Morrill showed bunt there and got uh, Peyton Cole's attention at third base as he was coming hard. Lesser, no wins, no losses this year. 4.73 earned run average. Pitches over for a strike. This will be his fourth start and his fifth appearance of the year. He's thrown 13 innings, given up 17 hits, 8 runs. Has 13 strikeouts. Good curveball there, a swing and a miss by Morrill. Yeah, and Lesser's one of uh, one of the few pitchers we have on his staff that has four pitches that he can throw for a strike, and so that which makes him really effective. Now the biggest thing for him is to keep those four pitches out of the middle of the plate. That's a key today. Here's the one-two, another curveball, strike three called on the outside corner. Great pitch by Lesser, one man out. Yeah, and that's the thing right there. He threw two back-to-back breaking balls, and both of them were, were moving at different angles. You have a curveball, and then you have his, his slider that runs away. The hitter had no chance right there. He's like, oh, that's going to be dropped down and away for a ball and just slides away on the corner for strike three. Good pitch. Lesser, 6'4", 220 senior out of Price, Utah. Played at Utah State Eastern. And playing in his second year here at BYU as that pitch is fouled off by Caden Trinkle. Boy, you could just see all of the left-handers for Oklahoma State trying to lift the ball the other way to left with this wind. Got to keep the ball down in these conditions. There's a pitch over for a call. Strike two. Lesser, the number three-day starter this week for the Cougars. Pitch is fouled up and out of play. Yeah, you know, it came down to it was going to be him or Easton Walker, and we felt he was a little more better, a little bit better matchup for this team this week and decided to put Easton in the bullpen because he's been so good at that in his career for BYU. Easton came out through great Tuesday against UVU, just was uh, lights out. Yeah, I was like, we should have that conversation with Easton Weekly because <laughs> yeah. he had a chip on his shoulder and the best he looked all year. Ooh. Which is a little bit low. Ball and two strikes. Well, you got Walker, you've got McLaughlin, you've got Robeson, you've got about everybody out there that could give you a couple innings. Yeah, you definitely do. A lot of options to go to. Here's the one-two. That's up high for a ball. Cougars defensively with Deming at first, Pintar at second, Watkins at short, Cole at third. Valdez behind the plate, Latham in left, McIntyre in center, Nyberg in right. A couple of changes in the Cougar lineup here today. There's a ground ball, should be an easy play right to Pintar. He's got it, throws the first for the out. Yeah, good start so far here in the first inning. You know, Lesser, his biggest problem this year has been getting the first couple hitters out of the first inning. You know, against New Mexico, we scored three in the first in the top half in his inning, in his start, and then he gave up three in the bottom half. And so it's like, man, when you get a three-run lead, especially if this offense is struggling, you got to go out there and put a shutdown inning. And that was the game we ended up winning 18-9, to but he didn't throw enough innings to qualify for a win. But uh, did a good job of putting up some zeros in between there. Polkovich steps in. He swings and misses for strike one. Well, the Cougars definitely do have options on the mound, a lot more than they usually do this year between starters, relievers, and 
much more depth out there. Pitches outside. Yeah, it's definitely a strength of our team this year is the depth of our pitching staff. A lot of guys we can go to in situations. One ball, one strike. Swing and foul tipped at the plate. And what's nice is we didn't have to use a ton of arms in the first two games. And so you come into game three, and there's a whole stable out there. There's almost every big arm that we like to use in the back end of the pen is available in this game. Pitches down low. McKeon's the only guy that threw. He yep. threw an inning and two-thirds, and that's it. Everybody else threw an inning or less. Exactly. So so it's uh, – and, and Tyson Heaton came in last night. Looked, He was just dynamite. Yeah, he play. was. His uh, one inning he pitched. Pitched just off the plate. And the count goes uh, full three and two. That's well, a good hitter. You don't want to make a mistake here, three, two. Here's Lesser's three, two. Ball hit hard, but right at Demi. Come in, up and off of Demi. Throws to first, not in time. Boy, a hard shot. Demi tried to make the play, and it bounced off of his glove. Yeah, it was, it was actually interesting. It was hit hard, and he almost fell backwards. He fielded it additionally. He had it in his glove, and when he was trying to make the transfer, it came out of his glove and got away from him and couldn't get it in time. So a runner at first base, Polkovic. And that will bring uh, Justin Campbell to the plate. Justin was the pitcher yesterday for Oklahoma State, big left-hander. They're going to go air on Deming there. That ball's hammered to left, and it is a foul ball. Not foul by much, kind of curving that way. Unfortunately for the Cougars, curve just enough to get foul. And that was a wind foul ball. If that wind wasn't blowing across the field that way, it probably wouldn't have pushed it. It probably would have stayed fair. We'll take it, though. No balls, one strike to Justin Campbell. He's got a home run, three RBIs on the year. There goes the runner. Ball fouled off again. I'll tell you what, Brent, Justin Campbell has the best role in college baseball. Now you're going to DH game one and just hit, which is the best thing to do. And then you're going to be the starting pitcher game two. Then you're going to DH game three. So you get to be a part of all three games in some of the funnest and most important phases. I tell you, how do you get a kid from Simi, California, yep. a highly recruited kid to Stillwater? You tell tell him. him you can go yep, both ways. For sure. Campbell steps back in. And here is Lesser's pitch. Ball fouled up and off of his foot. And this is this is the count here that the, the Cougs need to be great in tonight. Well, this afternoon. Side, two of his three home runs he gave up yesterday were two-strike counts. One of them was an 0-2 count. And so if Lesser can control these 0-2 counts to 1-2 counts and throw his pitch, it's going to have a good day. All 1-2. The pitch is inside, ball one. On deck is uh, Max Hewitt, the catcher. For Oklahoma State, pretty much seen the same lineup for the Cowboys. Cougars made a couple of changes with Call DHing today and Nyberg in in uh, right field today. 
Nyberg had a couple of hits in yesterday's game. Yeah, well, both those guys had good at-bats yesterday. Brian Call got asked to pinch hit in the ninth inning, and he got that inning going. And so Coach Call's on today to DH. Just waiting for somebody to get that roll over this year. Here's the one-two runner going. Ground ball. Past the pitcher. Picked up by Pintar. Throws the first in time for the out. Nice job. Good play by uh, Andrew Pintar on a tough one. Oklahoma State in the inning. No runs, no hits, one air, one man left. We're through one. No score. Cowboys and Cougars on your new skin BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. Austin Deming steps in, fouls the first pitch off down the right field line and out of play. Deming one for eight in this uh, series so far with an RBI. Sophomore out of Santa Clara, Utah, and he checks his swing, but went around 0-2 on Austin. Deming at uh, first base today. He'll be followed by Valdez and then Mitch McIntyre. Deming takes that curveball up high for a ball. Had Austin on after the uh, UVU game, post-game show, and he was pretty excited. He was happy to get a couple of knocks. Had a, had a huge two-out knock yeah. in that game. One of those guys we got to get going. Pitch to Deming. Swing and a miss. Looked like a pitch out of the zone, and Austin went after it for out number one. Second strike out of the game. And that will bring Valdez to the plate. Now back to catcher number 11, Abraham Valdez. Well, Cougars come home next week, Thursday. No Tuesday game. Thursday against uh, LMU, 6 o'clock. Friday 6, Saturday at 1. To start the conference season, that's when they really start counting. Got to get in that top four to get into that conference tournament, and then you, you never know what could happen. That's the goal. I really like way to get there. You know, I mean, I really like the Cougars' chances with the, the the pitching that they have, and you've got to believe the offense will come around. Here's the one ball pitch to Valdez, and that's up high for ball two. We keep talking patience, patience, patience with this offense, and it's hard to do that, right, because you're expected to win games. But with this group, you just really have to be because they're so young, so talented, and it's a, it's a confidence thing right now. It's believing that they can go out and do it, and it just takes time. Pitch is over the inside corner. <clears throat> Three and one the count. Well, the thing about it is normally you'll have one or two freshmen, you know, maybe in a lineup. Pitch to Valdez down low for a ball, so the Cougars have their first base runner on a walk. But when you got three, four, even five in the lineup at once, I, I just think that compounds that yep. issue. It does, and, and what really compounds it, Brent, is the fact that the, the leaders on the team, the older kids, well, you're asking Austin Deming to be a leader who's a sophomore, who's never had to lead in college before. He was just a role player as a freshman last year. And then Mitch McIntyre, for two years, never had to be a leader. He just played, just went out and played, and now he has to be a leader. Jell Litch has to be a leader. And 
when you're struggling, it's hard to be a leader because people don't necessarily buy into it. There's a line drive toward the second baseman, and they are going to double up Valdez off of first base, a little humpback liner that uh, Gardner made the catch, and then Valdez a little too far off the bag. Double play off the line drive by McIntyre, and the Cougars are retired in the inning. No runs, hits, or errors. And nobody left, and we are through one and a half. No score, Cougars and Cowboys, on your new skin BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's Brent Norton. All right, we're back here as we go to the bottom of the second inning. Watkins, or no, uh, the uh, Oklahoma State will send up uh, Max Hewitt. First pitch over for a call strike. Hewitt 0 for 5 in the first two games. Caught game one. Played second base yesterday and is catching again tonight. Or checked out this afternoon. We're back in Provo. It's this morning. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> That seemed like a short night last night. It did. You know, we got home early, but it just felt like it got here so quick. Wake up. Got to get to the ballpark. Here is Lesser's pitch, and that ball is grounded foul. Jared looks good on the hill here early. And he's got the stuff to keep these guys off balance. It's just Jared needs to have the mindset of, hey, we have a lot of options. Don't try to save it, right? Go out there and give it all you can. For as long as you can. As soon as you're tired, we'll get you out and put another guy in. One ball, two strikes to Hewitt. He'll be followed by Garcia and then Seifert. And here is Lesser's pitch. Ground ball right down to the third baseman, Peyton Cole. Big high throw. Good job by Deming to climb the ladder, come down, and step on the bag. Boy, he saved Cole right there from an air. Yeah, good athletic play there by Deming. He really got up. That wasn't an easy play to make. And the fact that most first basemen, when they jump, when they land, they land away from the bag. But because he jumped straight up, he was able to land right on top of it and get a big first out. Especially battling that wind a little bit. That, that ball's probably dancing around a little bit. That ball hit pretty well. Deep right field. Back goes the right fielder, Nyberg, and he's there and makes the catch for the out. I was just about to say, this is the one guy today that you do not want to throw anything middle in because he loves to drop and drive, and with that wind blowing out, make him hit the ball to right field, and that's what he did right there. He hit a hard, but it went nowhere because of that wind, and Hobbs was able to get under it for out number two. Yeah, that was more middle out, wasn't it? Yep. Just off the – it was probably on the plate, but just on the yep. outside dish, uh, edge. Just don't let him turn and burn because he puts it up in the wind to left. It's going to go a long ways. Noah Seifert now steps in. First pitch down, low ball one. Seifert is the left fielder. Junior out of Lubbock, Texas. It's about a three-hour drive from Dallas to Stillwater. So most of these Big 12 teams just bus everywhere. The only school that's a long ways away is West Virginia. But you take all the the TCU, Texas, A&M, Oklahoma State, or Oklahoma, and... um, 
team uh, drives buses to most of those locations. Swing and a miss. I saw the TCU tennis van in our hotel as we were leaving this morning, so they came in last night. Mm, yep. That's why I thought it was so strange that Texas A&M jumped to the SEC. I mean, why would you do that? Everything's right here. 2-1 pitch. Well, it's money, man. It's all money. It's all money. Yeah, it's all money. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. We are in the bottom of the second, no score. And Jared Lesser, the big right-hander on the hill, he rocks and fires, and that pitch is fouled at the plate. It's a good pitch right there. Caught him out in front, just barely foul tipped it, and Abe wasn't able to squeeze it. This Oklahoma State team is in the top five all-time nationally in NCAA baseball and wins, winning percentage. So this is, they've built quite a program here in baseball. Boy, curveball just missed outside. Yeah, it goes full three and two. It's crazy to see that they've been to the World Series 20 times and they only have one national championship. Florida State, Texas, Miami, Arizona State are the other four in that uh, list of five. There's a ground ball just foul off the first baseline. Biggest crowd we've seen of the weekend here. About 400 on Thursday. Last night was about six, a little under 700. And they're just getting ready to add an 8,000 seat to the stadium just to hear a couple blocks away that they'll open in 10 days. Ball fouls the plate. We've been talking a little about that. O'Brate Stadium. Cecil O'Brate, a Kansas entrepreneurial farmer, I guess we'll call him, that gave about $40 million to the school to build this stadium. I think they ended up building, or uh, uh, what, uh, ended up around $70 million with everything. Yeah, 70 to $75 million. I guess they were telling us that the AD, once they got going and going and going, they were like, oh, let's add this and let's add this. And, oh, they need this. And, oh, they need this. And it's uh, it's definitely built for the high-end fan experience. 3-2 fouled off again. I say they have a they have 10 uh, club suites that they're selling for $45,000 for the season. And it's for a five-year guarantee. You, gotta be, you have to lock in for five years on a commitment. So a quarter of a million dollars for yeah. five years for the box. And they said they've already sold five of the ten of those. Pitch is grounded off again. Foul. That sounds like uh, jazz kind of numbers. Yeah, no kidding. That's amazing. Stillwater, a very small town, just all based around the school. There's not a whole lot of industry or commercial or anything else here. Again, Lesser, 3-2. This one grounded fair down the first base. Nice job. Deming's got it. We'll step on the bag, and the Cougars retire the Cowboys here in the second. No score through two on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougars will come up here in the third inning. No score. Cowboys and Cougars here in Stillwater, Oklahoma. 
Brock Watkins, the Cougar shortstop, first pitch grounds one out to the third baseman on two hops. He is thrown out. Yeah, outside fastball right there. He tried to pull and just rolled over on it to third. And the guy's playing in on bunt coverage, so it was an easy play for him. That'll bring uh, Pintar to the plate. You get these three freshmen at the bottom of the order with Watkins, Pintar, and Cole. They combined have two hits in this uh, in the first two games of this series. And the first pitch to Pintar is hit pretty well. Left fielder coming in a few steps, and he's there and makes a catch. Well, two pitches, two outs, so you're going to see Peyton Cole have to take this pitch here. Cardinals in there. You don't want to have a three-pitch inning. Trent Pratt, as we've mentioned, down in the third-base coaching box. Uh, Coach uh, Littlewood just looking for anything and everything. and He's in the dugout. I'm sure he thinks maybe he can help uh, talk to kids or when they come in or not sure, but uh, just trying to change things up. Pitches outside corner for a strike, one and one. Yeah, you know, in his eighth season, it's his first time that he's had Trent coach third. Trent coached third for a ton of years at Dixie. Pitches over for a strike, one and two. Oklahoma State pulls the shift off with the left-handed hitter up there. And that ball's hit pretty well by Pintar, the... Uh, Ball is uh, curving out toward the center fielder, Trinkle, and he makes the catch for the out. So Cole hit it hard. Cougars have swung the bat pretty good here today, but just can't find a hole. We're through two and a half. No score from Stillwater on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Want to start? Is BYU baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. We go to the bottom of the third, no score, Oklahoma State, BYU. Cade Cabanis, the number eight hitter in the lineup, will step in. He's 0 for 7 in the turn in the uh, two games. He's out of Bixby, Oklahoma, in the first pitch. Nice uh, off speeds there by Jared Lesser for a strike. Cougars have only allowed five earned runs in the first two games. Swing and a miss. You know, and much like hitting where you get in a slump and it's hard to break out, I think the pitchers see each other doing well. For sure. And they they do well. Oh, it's so true because last weekend the pitcher started to struggle a little bit, right? Justin Sterner struggled in his start. Um, side didn't throw great. Less didn't throw great. Easton didn't throw great. And we gave up a ton of hits and runs that weekend. Swing and a miss. Cabanus goes down on three pitches. But uh, you see this weekend, you know, the guys are out there competing in zone and, and throwing great, and so everybody's out there really throwing well. Well, they know there's enough good arms on the staff. If they don't throw well, yeah. they might be the sitting out guy. that bullpen yeah. somewhere. Dylan Gardner, the second baseman, he's had one at bat in the series, 0 for 1. First pitch a little bit low, ball 1. Wind blowing about 15 to 20 miles an hour directly out to left field today, but haven't really had a ball hit that's been affected by that. And the 1-0 pitch inside ball two. John Holliday is the coach here at Oklahoma State. He played here. Dad was a coach here. Yeah, Josh is a really good coach. Josh he's, a, he's a great guy. I really like him. 
he came and talked to the coaching staff during BP today and just talking philosophy and hitting and pitching and he's a really knowledgeable guy that's played for some really good coaches and he's done a heck of a job here. Curveball up high for a ball. Well, we were talking to his brother Matt Holiday, the big leaguer, right, who's the GA, and not, sorry, he's the volunteer assistant coach. And uh, pitch is down low, ball four, so a base runner for Oklahoma State. And he was saying the only problem with Stillwater, because he was born and raised here because his dad was coaching here, is the only problem is there's not a steakhouse. If I want a good steak, I got to cook it myself or I got to go all the way to Oklahoma City. He's like, I'm thinking about, you know, making my own steakhouse, but he's like, I don't know if it'll be sustainable, and especially when the college kids leave, you know, for the summer. But uh, so if anybody wants to make a steakhouse, Matt Holiday will be definitely going if you make it in Stillwater. Be an investor, maybe. Yeah, exactly. One man out, one man on, and the top of the order, Houston Morrill steps in. There's a runner going. The pitch, uh, Valdez, it just went right under his glove. I think he was looking at the runner and just forgot to catch the, the, the pitch there. And so the runner moves up to second base. Good uh, speed there by Gardner. Yeah, they're doing a fake bunt still there, and Abe stood up too fast, Brent, and it was that low pitch. He couldn't hold on to it. I'm not even sure he touched it. He went yeah, right I, back I, to the screen really yeah. quick. So now a runner in scoring position and a quick throw back. And back in safely is uh, Gardner. One ball and no strikes the count. And here's the pitch. That's outside for a ball. Boy, wind really starting to gust and howl right now. The dust and dirt blowing in the infield. Timeout called as uh, looked like Morrill got a piece of dirt in his eye. Just before the pitch was thrown, there was just a giant gust of wind and dust flying around. It's tough to pitch in that kind of wind, too, even tougher to hit. Wind blowing right in your face. Two balls, no strikes. And here is the pitch by Lesser. Just off the plate, 3-0. and And Jared, uh, after striking out Cabinus, he walks Gardner. He's gone 3-0 and on the leadoff hitter, Morrill. Yeah, and this umpire has a definitely a smaller zone than the other two guys we've seen this weekend. That looked good to me from here. There's a pitch over for a strike, three and one. Next game in Provo next Thursday evening. Loyola Marymount coming in. Come to that ballpark. Uh, come to that game. You'll see their number one guy throwing about 96, 97. Frosso, yep. who was their closer last year. He's been moved under their number one starter. There's a line drive hit, hit right at the second baseman, Pintar, who makes the play for out number two. That's a big out right there. It's a good swing. That line drive gets over his head, possibly score a run there. Two men out, and Caden Trinkle, rounded out to Pintar, will step in.
So that will be a good matchup next week against uh, Loyola. Three important games to get off on the right foot. Ball popped up foul and out of play. Cougars after that head down to Pepperdine on the next weekend to play. We've always said that we like playing Pepperdine, San Diego, or LMU early in the season at home because they're not used to that really cold 45, 50-degree March weather we get. Um, but uh, a few years ago, if you remember, it was so cold and snowy, and LMU came in and swept us. It was just not a good weekend. One of the games had to get postponed to the next day to finish it, and it was just a lot of craziness going on. Pitches up high for a ball. Trinkle has uh, had a good series, two for six, two RBIs, including a two-run home run yesterday. He smashed that slider yesterday. Got three home runs to lead the Oklahoma State. 11 RBIs on the year. And here is Lesser's pitch. That's outside for a ball. Well, there are two guys going in the pen right now. It looks like Reed McLaughlin and Cooper McKeon are going in the pen right now. So coach isn't afraid if he has to to go to one of those guys. You'd think McLaughlin would be more of the, the end, end of the game type guy. But, boy, you want, when you're down to a third game and you're yep. trying to all. pick up yep. a win and he hasn't thrown, you want to do what you can to, to get the win. Here's the pitch. Line drive, base hit. That's going to score a run. Hobbs Nyberg picks it up, gets it in, but not before Trinkle in with a double. Yeah, I tell you, the two-out hitting this weekend has been obviously the biggest difference. They've had some big clutch two-out hitting to get RBIs. Another one right there. He got up at 2-1 count, got a fastball elevated, and just hit a line drive in the right center field gap to take a one nothing lead. Well, Caden Trinkle, a heck of a freshman. Remember that name. He uh, plays center field and is kind of the go-to guy here for Oklahoma State. Polkovich now will step in. He was on by way of an error his first time up. Good job by Nyberg to get over and cut that ball off, but Trinkle's still able to leg that thing into a double. There's a pitch that's over for a strike. one nothing. We play the bottom of the third, Oklahoma State and BYU. As Lesser now steps off the mound. Yeah, Matt Holliday, who is the head coach's brother, and Robin Venture, both assistants on the team. One's a volunteer assistant. The other one is a, uh, what do we call him? A student, student assistant. Student yeah. grad assistant. So Ventura's gone back to school. Ventura's going to school. I wonder if any of his players have the courage to ask him why he rushed the mound against Nolan Ryan. Because it's the most iconic like video ever when a pitcher just destroying a hitter there and no matter what he's done in his career he'll never be forgotten because of that and see me as a Met fan 
and him when he played for the Mets. I have a memory I'll never forget is he hit a he hit a grand slam in the playoffs in the 2000 playoffs um, to get the Mets to go to the World Series against the Yankees in the Subway Series, and he never got to touch home plate because his team mauled him at second base, so he didn't get the grand slam credited to him because he never reached home plate. Polkovich steps in. As Michael Bradshaw, the pitching coach, back to the dugout. And here is Lesser's pitch. Ground ball out to Deming. He's got it on a big hop. He'll step on the bag. Oklahoma State with one run in the inning. They got that one run on one hit. There were no errors. One man left. We are through three innings. one nothing. Oklahoma State over BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. 